Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, yo. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I'd actually like to take this opportunity to wish... Greg DeMarco Show. Best in all his future endeavors. <laughs> with another edition of the Greg DeMarco Show. My name is Greg DeMarco. Greg DeMarco Show is, of course, part of the ChairShot Radio Network, which you can hear at thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Chairshot.com is your, is your home for hardest-hitting wrestling reviews, opinions, analysis, plus all kinds of non-wrestling content alike. The bandwagon nerds like the movie reviews, a winner is you, MMA podcast, five rounds, and so much more. So find it all today at thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. You can also follow the website on the social at Chairshot Media. You can also follow me at Chairshot Greg. Hell, you can email me if, if you want to. Greg DeMarco at thechairshot.com. Go to thechairshot.com forward slash Greg DeMarco for all things me because it's my show. So I'm going to plug that and and do it happily because, well, that's what I do. I think I got it. That's what I do soundbite in here somewhere. Um, it's old school. Maybe I didn't. I don't think I pulled it over because I don't see it as I look into the old, old soundbites. I could try to find it, but. Anybody got time for that? No time. No time for that. But we do have time for. Two other people involved in the program. First off is the wrestling realist. You can find him on your Twitter at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. There's no I in wrestling, but there is one in realist, just like there is one in Patrick for Patrick O'Dowd. What's up, man? Oh, you know, just, just trying to put a show together. 
trying to, you know, <laughs> you, you know, the planning that went into this week's show is, is normally we write the Very transitions true. and everything is good. Today is like, here's what we're doing. We'll figure it out. Yeah, it's we'll fly without a net. I mean, to be honest, yeah, I mean, my life is a world of adjustments right now, Dude, too, is, is uh, my COVID related work schedule is awesome. Neither has no impact on anything. this show at all. Will I know. Never right? impact this show. Impacts but everything else. Or not with bandwagon show. nerds once every three Sundays when we record. So it happens. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. I don't, yeah, Miranda, I don't think you've heard this. Yeah. I've got this interesting schedule now based on all the staffing adjustments we're, we're doing it at our school. And, and we've had some people know that are working for us right now and all that sort of stuff because of, you know, budget, budget cuts. And uh, so now I work this schedule where I work a Monday through Friday, or I'm sorry. Yeah. Monday through Friday schedule, which then gives me a Saturday off followed by a Sunday through Thursday schedule, which gives me stay with me four days off so that I then so fall into a Tuesday through Saturday schedule and have a Sunday off. Yeah. Too long. Didn't read his schedule's all messed up. Okay. People schedule is all messed up. Unless you really want to talk about it for longer, Patrick O'Dowd. Then you can. You have. <laughs> I mean, I just I don't even know what day it is anymore. Like it's I, have to, I have, I have literally become um, <laughs> retail Patrick with the schedule on the refrigerator with my name highlighted, so that I know when I'm coming to work. It's Tuesday. We always record oh. the show on Tuesday. Always record on Tuesday. It's ten thirty nine. No, I remember the shows. I know. I remember which the is show. Good. I mean, you got you know priorities, right? Priorities. <laughs> right. Dave, it's me. Dave. Speaking of Dave, uh, co-host number two. I don't know how that relates to Dave, but it just does. You can find her it on doesn't. Instagram. Miranda's real name at, is Dave. Yes, Miranda's real name is Dave. Everybody. Dave, it's me, Dave. Patrick, Greg, and Dave. Dave, it's me, Dave. Dave. You can find Better her on the Instagram at the hashtag. Dave, no, I'm just kidding. That's the hashtag Miranda. She is the queen of soft style. She's hashtag Miranda because she's the Twitterless heroine. So whenever we would talk about her on Twitter promoting the show, we just hashtag Miranda it because, well, I couldn't tag her on the post and that became a thing. And now it's her Twitter or now it's her Instagram handle. It's Miranda Morales who doesn't work, especially on Tuesdays. By the way, that was like if Miranda's not gonna talk. I know. Like you you you, the one time your microphone didn't work was when you were trying to talk. No, I I I definitely do work. I don't want that rumor getting around because uh I have a real job. Not that they listen to this, uh and not they would know, but I you know, for the record, for the legal record. And by working that means I also watch lots of episodes of Law and Order as well. So um, on Tuesdays, I, I just realized something, Miranda. I have a thought. Um, I will buy a soft. I will buy a soft shop, a soft style Miranda show shirt if you change your Instagram handle to hashtag Dave to the hashtag Dave for a month. For a month. Here's the problem with that. Some for other idiot might then take the hashtag Miranda and she's screwed. I'm just saying. I, I, I'll, 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 I'm just, it's a I'm bit. just put it out there. Just put it out there. Hey, I think it'll be fun. It would be a fun bet. Uh, I'll, I'll think about it. I think like it should be a proper bet of something though. Like I, it's not I really a bet. I'm, 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 offer, I'm offering to support I mean, your show. It's not really a bet. I'm not saying you, That's I don't a- think you can do this. I'm saying if you do this, I will do this. It's not a bet. That's a pretty big deal That's an offer. that you would actually purchase a, a chair shot shirt or a shirt in general. It'd be my second That's a big deal. chair shot shirt. Thank be. you. I still haven't bought a shirt for my own show yet. I know. <laughs> you bought the, the, the support tag team wrestling the ti- shirt. It's because the timing of when the shirt came out. Like I finally caved on buying a shirt and then was like, hey, can I have a show shirt? And you were like, sure. And then like next week. There's a shirt. There was. Well, you're in, as Miranda's going to talk about later, there might be a sale coming up. So that's Ooh, uh, something that, that is true. Is around the corner. We are, we are definitely going to get mm-hmm. to that here shortly. Uh, quick updates for the chairshot.com. I don't have any updates for the chairshot.com. Nothing has changed. It's still the chairshot.com. You should still go there, find everything you need. 
TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. We got a lot of good shit to talk about tonight. This is such good shit. Give you some perspective on the untimely passing of Chadwick Boseman. Talk about the exit of Brock Lesnar from WWE, coinciding with the return of Roman Reigns to WWE. Hopefully, time willing, we'll get to all that. And then we got a three-minute warning regarding what happened on NXT Super Tuesday. So, Miranda, let's sell some t-shirts. Yes. So, if you want to go get yourself a chair shot t-shirt, you can go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. And yes, the rumors are true. There will be a Labor Day sale starting September 3rd through September 7th, where you can get 20% off everything using the code Labor Day. That means you can get your chair shot t-shirt for a reduced price. I'm not sure what the math is, depending on how many shirts you buy, what style of shirt, all of that kind of stuff. So I'm not, I'm not, I can't predict the future. However, you can save some money and get yourself a kick-ass shirt there at the chair or at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. There are over 25 different designs that you can choose from, including the OG chair shot logo, multiple always use your head shirts, of course, t-shirts from multiple podcasts, uh, such as Bandwagon Nerds and the winner is you, and of course, the Queen of Soft Style t-shirt. Uh, that is available all in soft style. Of course, we wouldn't do that to you. We wouldn't offer you a soft style, you know, queen of soft style shirt without it being in soft style. But Hey, you can go to pro wrestling forward slash the chair shot to check them all out. And don't forget, you can get 20% off your entire order starting on September 3rd through the 7th. So that means you can add extra shirts. You can get them in soft style and still save money. So go to progresstees.com forward slash the chair shot and get your very own chair shot t-shirt today. And, and don't be, don't be that person who buys a queen of soft style t-shirt, not in soft style. No one would ever do that. No one, not a single Nobody person would ever do that. No one. No one would ever do that. I can't even imagine someone doing that. That would just be. How would? So, how, so, how so, who did, so, so who did that? No one. No one did right. that. Right. Okay. No one ever would have ordered a Queen of Soft Style t-shirt. <laughs> no, I, know, I get it though, Patrick. Like usually it's like if he if he puts that emphasis, I mean, it's because someone's already you're, done it. You're, you're protesting so hard. It makes me wonder if maybe Greg himself. No, Greg did not <laughs> order a, the Queen of Soft Style t-shirt. Greg did not. Not in Soft Style. But someone did. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. That's over 150 of your favorite promotions found exclusively at powerslam.tv. So go to powerslam.tv and you'll get a free week. But if you use the promo code CHAIRSHOT, you will get a free month. Now, a month is only six bucks, but why not try it out and see if you like it first and do it on us. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code CHAIRSHOT, get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code CHAIRSHOT. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. All right. We're going to transition over now to topic number one. I'm assuming everybody knows this by now. I can't imagine you don't. But, of course, over the weekend, we learned of the sad uh, and sudden passing of Chadwick Boseman. Many people know him as, of course, the star of, of Marvel comic movie Black Panther, uh, where he played King T'Challa, of course, the Black Panther. 
uh, passed away due to a four-year battle with colon cancer that he kept secret and no one knew about it. And he continued to to work and do everything while fighting this, while battling this. And and I, I, you know, sometimes we talk about topics like this and sometimes we don't, but it became extremely appropriate this week because the wrestling realist Patrick O'Dowd, who is, of course, the host of Bandwagon Nerds, was not on Bandwagon Nerds this week when they talked at length about the passing of Chadwick Boseman. And I thought it was only appropriate that he get that platform. And so thus, we all get that platform to talk about uh, the role, the actor, the passing, everything. So Patrick O'Dowd, we're going to let you take it away. Go first, and we'll talk about Chadwick Boseman. Right. So I think the first reaction I had, and I remember I was talking actually with Dave uh, and Dave and Christopher Platt actually about the show and recording for Sunday when Platt jumped on to ask if he could be on the show because of, of Chadwick Boseman. I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, Oh no, Chadwick Boseman passed away. And I, I think the, the way I described it was, um, was heartbreaking. Uh, I described it as, as a kind of a gut punch as a fan. And for me, I can only sort of imagine a small piece uh, of the level of grief and outpouring that I've seen from a lot of folks and what he meant to not just meant to people, not just as an actor who played a role that was really good, but somebody who was meaningful to a large number of black men and women and children uh, in, in terms of just what he brought to the screen that had never been really seen before. We, you know, in the land of superheroes, and we're just and we'll just use Black Panther as the example. In the land of superheroes, they there was really one black superhero led film franchise of any sort, and was one that was kind of a niche in the background sort of thing in the late '90s, and that was Wesley Snipes' Blade. And Chadwick Boseman came in, and you know, and made his debut as Black Panther in Civil War where we were just given a taste and an introduction. And when he was teamed up with Ryan Coogler, the sense of responsibility that he felt for his audience and for the people that were going to be watching this film, knowing that it was not only going to be a mass audience, but that he was going to be in a role that was going to be meaningful to an entire community of people across the world was, was just unbelievable. And the way that he willingly dove into that responsibility, whether it was, you know, doing the gesture, the Wakanda forever gesture everywhere he went once that movie was made to the attention to detail and the, and the intentionality that he put into even the accent of of T'Challa. And there's a really good interview that he did with Hollywood Reporter where he talked about helping people understand because he was he was met with resistance over doing a British accent. And he had to argue and fight for the 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 ability to portray T'Challa as as an African untouched by colonialism man and he talked about it in this interview i'm going to quote him here because he said it felt to me like a deal breaker i was like no this is such an important factor that if we lose this right now what else are we going to throw away for the sake of making feel comfortable once we decided to do it we went for it i said that would not be fine because if we went with if we did that meaning a british accent that would be saying that Wakandans had been colonized and really challenged our con like, like this concept of, of, of imperialism, colonialism and racism. And you see that throughout the film and he embodied that and challenged other people to do that. And, you know, I, I didn't watch, uh, I didn't watch payback this weekend. I still haven't watched it. I watched the replay commercial free of black Panther that aired on ABC at the same time, followed by the 2020 
hour-long retrospective that was hosted by Robin Roberts, where she did a lot of interviews with various folks who'd worked with him. And all of them talked about how he made them challenge themselves to to look at representation within these movies in a different way and, and embrace that and show that it was viable. And he proved it. Black Panther made a hundred plus million dollars in the box office and was in the theater, I think longer than any Marvel movie that I can remember outside of like infinity war and Endgame, which were in for like a month at a time. I remember black Panther was still going and was still in theaters, pushing up against captain Marvel that dropped in March. And that just speaks to how important culturally this movie was and that he made that he and Ryan Coogler made that movie and that character so much more than somebody that was on a comic book page. And it's a devastating loss in that regard because we didn't just lose a comic book character. We didn't just lose a movie character. We lost a leader in the entertainment industry and in our country. I'll stop there for now. Okay. So this is the Chad- Chadwick Boseman episode of the Greg DeMarco show, but uh, obviously appropriate. <laughs> so Miranda thoughts on Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, I have to uh, agree with the shock. Uh, I think many people felt that when they heard the news, I think I just hadn't looked at my phone for a few hours and all of a sudden I see um, information primarily on Facebook and the timelines, you know, notes starting to come in and then, you know, looking at other websites just to, to verify, just to make sure, because we do live in a crazy time when you read a piece of information and you just have to almost triple check to make sure that it is true. Um, but in this case too, like I, like many fans wasn't aware of his battle with colon cancer and the state of his health during these last final months. And I was just completely unaware. So it did come to me as a huge shock. But I think especially now in this time when there's so much happening in the world and representation is such a huge facet for minorities, for anyone who who just feels like there isn't, you know, someone out there like them in multiple platforms in multiple roles. You know, even in entertainment, in media, you know, Chadwick Boseman, Boseman, you know, he was someone who could play the whole gambit of of characters. I mean, he was most famous for his role as T'Challa, but uh, it was also noted about, you know, his beautiful roles in in other movies like 42 um, and and also uh, his movie about James Brown, you know, being able to play a fictional character as good as he could, anyone who's, who's lived. And, you know, I think a lot of people felt seen and heard through, you know, the the actions that he took and the roles that he took within Hollywood. And especially kids, you know, as, as a young child, it impacts you when you see someone who is like you in that big of a stage. And there's, of course, a lot of parallels to wrestling because there are so many kids who grow up and watch wrestlers and they view them as superheroes. So I think for us as well, I mean, the idea of how he was viewed worldwide is very similar to what we talk about on a weekly basis. But his strength really came from his, like Patrick said, his attention to detail, his commitment to kids. And even the stories that are coming out now about him talking, communicating with kids who were sick and had cancer um, and the commitment to just wanting to to help them through this hard time. It just seemed like he was as a a deeply profound person and appreciated everything that he was able to do and the people he was around. And it really puts a perspective on things when, you know, you hear all the stories about people in Hollywood and the media and they're one way and in, in front of the cameras and another way behind the scenes. And he just truly was the person that you saw. And I hope people find peace in that. Um, but he left a very big hole that will a lot of people will feel. Um, and hopefully the kids that see him now or that influ- that were influenced by him through 
you know, his roles in the Marvel movies, you know, those, that's the next generation that comes up and feels like they could be, you know, a superhero or hopefully are the next superheroes uh, because of, you know, what his roles were, were able to do for, for others. Yeah. You know, the, and I don't want to be repetitive to anything that, that you guys have said just for the sake of the listeners. But the thing that jumped out for me as I thought about this was that he played Black Panther. We all know that. And he played King T'Challa and who, of course, we see become the Black Panther and defend it and all that stuff. And he, that character is a hero. King T'Challa is a hero to so many um young and old is just because of the of everything involved in that movie that production that was so many firsts that took place with that and and the way that people look at a movie character the actor in a lot of ways also becomes the hero and for a lot of people they lost someone that they considered to be a hero in Chadwick Boseman and that's that's tough because he you know I think a lot of people were probably also surprised to hear that he was 43 years old. Like people probably thought he was younger and he was just really getting started. And, and, you know, he's going to play, a, was going to play a bigger role in the MCU moving forward. And, and then, you know, passing away, like he, he had an opportunity to really be at the forefront and, and lead a generation if he chose to. And now, you know, that that's taken away from people. And that's tough because it's so rare to do what they did with Black Panther. And he was that symbol. He was the leading symbol of all that. And as poof, it's gone. And that's just a really tough pill to swallow for a lot of people who put hope in an individual and deservedly so. There's no better individual to put your hope in than, than Chadwick Boseman. And of course he was fighting this, this illness, this disease, and no one knew about it. And that was on purpose. And, um, and so it's, it's just really tough to know how many people lost a hero. I mean, you know, when we think about when, when, you know, certain wrestlers passed away, like when Eddie Guerrero passed away, I mean, that was tough for a lot of people because of his story of the time frame and how old people were when he, when he came up and then passed away, like that was extremely difficult to deal with. And that's what a lot of people are going through right now with the passing of Chadwick Boseman. It's, it's probably easier for us to deal with than a lot of other people. And that sucks and I feel for them and that's unfortunately, you know, uh, the way the world is. And, and what I don't like is the fact that people are, are given 2020 the middle finger for the passing of Chadwick Boseman, like that, that people pass away every year. That's not a 2020 thing. 2020 sucks for a lot of reasons, but Chadwick Boseman was to me transcends the 2020 sucks. Like this is horrible on its own. Yeah. It's sad. It's tragic. And I just feel for his family I feel for everybody he's had an impact on, and that's a lot of people, more than most, and it just really, really stinks. Right? Yeah. It's if you want to, if you want to get a sense of, of like I mentioned, at the cultural impact, and, and you, you, you're right, Greg. I, I'm a white dude. I'm a 42 year old white guy. Uh, I've had heroes that look like me since I was a baby. There, that's always been there for me. And Chadwick Boseman, like you saw the outpour, like children having memorials in their, like, I can't remember who posted, but it, like a kid did an Avenger, like took all his Avengers figurines and set up like a funeral for the Black Panther like for the black Panther figure was in his costume and like people are struggling to, to say goodbye to him. And it's going to be, it's going to be hard. And, and I think that you just, you, you can't miss, you can't miss what this has meant in terms of that character. And Miranda, I'm glad you brought up, like he was more than, he was more than that T'Challa character. Like, you think about the characters he's the people he's been asked to take on. Jackie Robinson is no small no. task. James Brown is no small task. Thurgood Marshall, which was another one that he did, is no small task. And, and you look at these roles and, and just what he was willing to take on and to do and understand the importance and the weight of what that meant. To, to be able to to have the to, to be that person to say yes I'm going to take this mantle 
and and you look at the way what my, Michael B. Jordan took days to finally write anything about what he like what he's experiencing and what he's going to go through. Uh, Ryan Coogler wrote a beautiful statement that uh, that I that I had parts of that that I'm going to use tomorrow in my write up for for the nerd review, which is going to be less nerd review and more just talking. It's more talking about impact because this this is a legacy that I think people know that they 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 want to help carry forward. And move forward because the outpouring of grief is such that they they know that it's it's an honor to him and to, to the to the foundation he's laid in entertainment and culturally outside of the entertainment world that that needs to continue and so there's just there's no there's no denying it and I, you know it's it's hard to put into words that like I'm trying to think of a similar, similar figure for, for me to where I'd be like, you know, as a sports fan, it'd be like when um, Joe DiMaggio died, for example, like, like he, he was bigger, he was bigger than the entertainment that he was putting out there. And, and yeah, even, even better in the nineties, Kurt Cobain, when Kurt Cobain passed away, and the outpouring of grief, like that is probably the white person comparable moment that I can think of where folks were just devastating. Somebody spoke to a generation of people and they lost like that. And that person left them. And now, now the situations under, under their passing wildly different, but the impact and what they left behind in that, and that grief is, is very real and is very similar. Yeah. And, and we don't even need a white person equivalent. Like it's just, well, I guess I say that because I've the one of the backlash things I've seen is what's the big deal? That's the big deal. Right. You know what I mean? Like and I, and it's sick that people like can't let others grieve um and can't let others feel um without trying to be a down on it. And so sometimes just even being like, look, it's it's you can't understand this because that character didn't have this right. sort of meaning for you. Here's something comparable. Yeah, the whole what's the big deal? I mean, that's just I guarantee you what's the big deal was asked by white dudes. White white dudes is a problem in the world. We've hmm. talked about that before. Talked a about thousand that on both percent. Shows and 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 I don't want to go into that too much. I want to pose one question just to kind of to to move things forward a little bit and then we'll let Patrick kind of wrap it up, but there's still a whole cinematic universe out there for Marvel. And Black Panther was a major character in that and was positioned to continue to be a major character. So, what do you do? And Patrick just talked at length. So Miranda, if you're Marvel, what do you do? What do you do with the Black Panther character? I I saw this poster. I think it was a fan-made poster regarding this concept of his on-screen sister who's played by Letitia Wright to assume the role. And that, like, it gets me emotional thinking about it because to see – one, like story-wise, it builds beautiful. You know, if that's your brother and you take on that role and responsibility, like that is a true love of a sibling. And so I could see that happening. But to see possibly a woman take that place, uh, I mean, she's a wonderful character in the movie. So incredibly smart. I think in the Marvel Universe, too, like she is one of the smartest living people um, as far as like her intelligence level and and. Uh, familiarity with technologies like above Tony Stark's from what I understand um, or at that par. Um, and, and maybe that was subjective or, you know, uh, but I think that was, that was more reading in some of the, the story and understanding of the Marvel universe. I'm not as well versed. However, I, you know, I think that would be a very interesting way and a beautiful way to continue the story. And it's, you know, it's an archetype. A lot of times when, a superhero passes away, someone within their family carries that mantle. Um, and I think that would be a great way to continue that story. And, you know, it, it just kind of makes sense. And to, I think to have a woman in that role would be a, a beautiful thing. Patrick. So yes, um, Letitia Wright and Shuri's character, uh, absolutely 1000% uh, is a, is a very distinct possibility 
it's it's interesting before this happened the lot of the talk was that shori was going to take on sort of the iron man role in terms of technology and uh because she is brilliant and they do make a point to show off just how smart she is in her very brief time in infinity war you know they bring vision to wakanda and she's looking at him and bruce banner is explaining what he and tony stark did back in age of ultron and building him and she's like why didn't you just do this and they were like well, we didn't think of it and, and so it's there to show that she's just as smart as the big brains that you're used to the other possibility and one that some people find far-fetched but i don't because you can tie the you can tie it together fairly well and that's michael b jordan coming back uh and the reason i say that it's possible is if you remember when he dies he requests to be um put into this to be buried at sea and it has been the most poorly kept secret that the possibility of Namor and the Atlanteans being the next adversary for Wakanda as a possibility, you could very easily with a technologically advanced, I mean, it's basically the Aquaman society, but in, in Marvel. So they're as advanced as, as anybody living directly beneath this vibranium laced continent you could easily write your way back into Michael B. Jordan's character coming back and having a new perspective as his character. And it was never really a bad guy in, in a lot of, in a lot of respects in black Panther, which is why that character is so popular is that you can completely empathize with why he was doing what he was doing. And so those are the two, I think most logical ones. I think Shuri makes the most sense. Um, Though that it will take a little bit of, I think, riding with her character because she was always kind of the free spirit sort of throwing off royalty, kind of loved living in her lab and doing that thing. And so it would be like one of those like responsibility journeys as you sort of have to bear the weight of what I think is very realistic, bearing the weight of T'Challa, bearing the weight of Chadwick Boseman, like Letitia Wright is more than capable of doing it. But I think that uh, th- those are the two that that make the most sense. Yeah, and and they're, I think they're the the two that everyone thinks of. I my gut instinct is that that would go the Michael B. Jordan route over, um, only because Shuri's character is so beloved in, in the way that it is, and there's so much you can do. And if she replaces Tony Stark, who basically created this whole thing in terms of how the movies are presented to us, and and. And you think about, you know, you lost Iron Man, you lost Captain America, although that mantle could be passed. The thing about Black Panther, too, is is a lot of people, and I've even heard in some podcasts where they get a little confused, you can recast Black Panther. You can't recast King T'Challa. And right. someone was like, well, and, and I mean, the lineage, when the Black Panther dies, there's a new Black Panther. And, and so from right. a movie, and I don't mean to sound, you know, like I'm making light of it or, or, or taking away the importance of it, the passing of Chadwick Boseman, but the character of King T'Challa can, can, can pass. And, and um, hopefully it just passes and it's not CGI or anything like that. Cause I, I would be really upset if they did that. But then what you do, the all, other thing about, um, you know, about Killmonger, Eric Stevens, Michael B. Jordan is that he, we, we yes, he requested to, to be buried at sea. We never saw it. No, you didn't. We saw it happen. We don't know where he was taken after. Well, isn't isn't well? I'm not quite sure how much the universe has changed after the last Avengers movie, as far as the timelines being shifted. Uh, Is there a possibility that in this new realm or this new timeline, his you know even then, like he's not technically dead? Maybe yeah. We haven't we haven't actually we haven't actually got we we don't have a multiverse yet. Mm -hmm. So. Yes, we're going to get a multi. I mean, there is a Doctor Strange movie with the title Multiverse of Madness, like that is what it's called. And it'll it, it is it does open up some possibilities there. Yeah. And and it, yeah, it absolutely could be and it could be yeah, um somebody from a, an alternate reality and it could be Killmonger not being Killmonger. 
Like, yeah, and like you could go back he, in time and get him. That guy. You can go back in time right. and get him at a different point. And well, but if it's a splintered reality, if there's different realities yeah. layered on each, it doesn't even have to be you go back in time. Is that this reality here? Killmonger never existed in the way that he did. He just became like he went to Wakanda and became a member of the royal family, and he gets thrust here. And so that's where, yeah, it's in time and multiverses. And I don't want to take up the rest of the show, like create an infinite amount of possibilities for threads and plots. You just have to tell the story in a way that, that fans will digest and, and swallow. Well, the last thing that I'll, that I'll leave with in terms of the character, whatever they do, whoever takes on the mantle, you want to be black Panther, but you want to not be black Panther. And I don't know if that makes sense in the, in the in the sense of don't try to replicate what Chadwick Boseman and T'Challa did. You have to honor it, but you can't try to redo it because people feel fake and it will feel that way if you don't make the character its own. And that's the other thing about the actors. The two actors we've just mentioned and talked about have the chops to do that. And and really take charge of it and make it their own. And they have existing characters with existing character traits right. and existing right. everything that so they don't have to come in fresh. It, it's like when you go to an indie show and you see the person acting like Stone Cold Steve Austin and you just feel bad for them. Like you're never going to be anything or the faction that's the NWO, but it's 2020. It just doesn't work, you know, or the Young Bucks. It just, it just doesn't make sense. Sorry. I just had to do something, right? Wow. Lighten the mood a little bit. Slip so. that in. Patrick, Whoa. any before I go to commercial, and, and we'll talk some wrestling for a few minutes. Tying it back to wrestling, always. Do you have any closing thoughts on the passing of Chadwick Boseman? Because I, again, this forum came about because you didn't get your forum on bandwagon right. nerds, and of anybody, you should have the forum. So wrap it up for us, even if it's short and sweet, and, and then I, I'm going I'm to wrap you up with Ryan Coogler's last last words that he said in his statement because I think that's it's just beautiful. And so bear with me. In African cultures, we often refer to loved ones that have passed on as ancestors. Sometimes you are genetically related. Sometimes you are not. I had the privilege of directing scenes of Chad's character, T'Challa, communicating with the ancestors of Wakanda. We were in Atlanta in an abandoned warehouse with blue screens and massive movie lights. But Chad's performance made it feel real. I think it was because from the time that I met him, the ancestors spoke through him. It's no secret to me now that he was able to skillfully portray some of our most notable ones. I had no doubt that he would live on and continue to bless us with more, but it is with a heavy heart and a sense of deep gratitude to have ever been in his presence that I have to reckon with the fact that Chad is an ancestor now, and I know that he will watch over us until we meet again. Lucha-Masks.com by Pro Wrestling Revolution. Bringing you, in partnership with Mask Republic, the Lucha Brothers, as well as Japanese legend Ultimo Dragon. Go to Lucha-Masks.com and fight Lucha Strong with masks from your favorite Lucha legends and Pro Wrestling Revolution luchadores. Stay safe in style and represent your favorite luchador. Get yours now at lucha-masks.com, powered by Pro Wrestling Revolution. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman, and I serve as the advocate for the reigning, defending, undisputed, universal champion, Brock Lesnar! Very appropriate as we are talking about that man himself, Brock, not Paul Heyman, well, we will talk about Paul Heyman, but Brock Lesnar reportedly, and I believe it because it did come through Pro Wrestling Sheet, which you know is one of the three sources that I trust, and 
when, when WWE backstage was a thing, Ryan Satin was on the damn show. Like, like he's obviously got the, the, the inside track now. And, and so if he's able to confirm something, I think it's safe to assume that it is true. Brock Lesnar no longer under contract to WWE is now a free agent and somebody who was a huge part of the past nearly 10 years of WWE storytelling and programming and fans' complaints and, and so much more is now effectively, for the time being, gone from the company. So here we are, and no Brock. And I guess the big question is, what's going to happen with Brock Lesnar? Miranda, will let you go first. Um, that's a good question. I don't know. I, I really don't. Only because I have we haven't seen him uh, on TV in, in any of it in quite a while. He had a very selective uh, contract in which he only worked several dates a, a year. Um, for it was a very lucrative deal um, for for him. So you know maybe there's a return to the UFC. Uh, you know never say never with that because just when we think he's out, um, there's an opportunity that brings him back in, um, and he's been fairly you know successful in that route. So you know I I don't think about Brock Lesnar much. So I think that's also why I'm just kind of drawing a blank, like out of sight, out of mind for for me personally. But I don't. I don't think we'll see him at another company, though, either. I I don't know. I just with the climate and uh, how much he got paid before. I I don't know. I just don't think we'll see him with a, another wrestling company. So, so that's a perfect transition, Patrick O'Dowd. If you're AEW, if you're Tony Khan, if you are, I'm sorry, but if you're Tony Khan and you're AEW, w- would you back up the Brinks truck and try to get Brock Lesnar? Why wouldn't you try to back up the truck and get Brock Lesnar? Like, I mean, that's 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 money back. Like, that's money back. That's money spent. That's money back. And anybody who argues otherwise is just stupid and doesn't understand wrestling. Of course, you try. Now, whether Brock wants to come or not, like that's a whole other conversation. But if I'm Tony Khan, I absolutely I, I go after it as hard as I can. Because there's that there's real money there, and that would be a big deal for AEW. You know, that would be a big. I mean, it'd be huge. And so, yeah, of course you try to do it. Yeah, I agree with you. Absolutely, you try to bring in Brock Lesnar. Selfishly, I want Tony Khan to bring in Brock Lesnar because I don't think they would know what the hell to do with him. To be honest, no, not at all. I think they <laughs> would book him. Horrible. Because here's the deal. If you bring in Brock Lesnar, he's immediately number one in your company. If you're AEW. Oh, yeah. And are they willing to sacrifice the people who are already number one in the company and already at top of the card for Brock Lesnar? You mean the number one, number one of the pro wrestling 500? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Fuck you, Pat. Fuck you, Writing. When is number two number one? That was another topic that, that on my list of topics was to talk about the agenda-driven PWI 500. Not just at number right. one, but if you look at the top 25, this was like the year they put Dean Malenko number one. They were just like, we're going to show you. And yeah, you showed us. Um, I, so here, like, here's the deal, right? If Brock Lesnar comes in and he beats up, you know, member five and member six of the Dark Order... Like, who cares? If he beats up Sean Spears, like, no one gives a crap. He's got to take out Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks to be Brock Lesnar. I don't know if they'd be willing to do it. I just don't. Right. And, and I It just think- seems so counterintuitive to what they what what they try and do as a company, though, as well. I think, uh, you know, I, I get where it could get a lot of media attention and viewers, but I don't know. They just feel like this. It's at at the core, kind of an indie philosophy as far as you know what they do uh, with with the talent and how they build stories and who they build around. That it seems like to bring this, you know, big guy for several one offs. You know, it just seems counterintuitive to what they're trying to build. So I, I get like it would really be a big like what if between like just getting ratings and possible viewers and new money, or are you kind of going against what? I think they they feel like they are as a company, and I just feel like you know it just wouldn't 
it wouldn't mix. Absolutely, it would. What, but Absolutely. yeah, leading to they wouldn't know what to do because it, it just seems like it's it would go against you know. Yeah. Even yeah, though supposedly they, they talked to him once before, but I don't know if I believe that. So I have no idea. It's the funny thing too because of the past two weeks. There are two people that I think AEW should undoubtedly go after. One is Brock Lesnar. Two is Renee Young. Like, everyone thought of Renee Young, of course, because of the relationship with Jon Moxley. But to me, here's a sad thing about AEW and, and where they're at. And people are going to hate this comment. You bring in Renee Young, she's already better than every single person you have in a broadcasting role in your company right now. Like, no offense to, to old man Jim Ross and old man Tony Schiavone. Sorry, <laughs> Dasho, whatever your last name is. Even Justin Roberts, like none of you compare to Renee Young. And, and But they wouldn't know how to use her. Like you've got to sit Renee Young at a desk and let her host. You can't put her on commentary. Even She's even kind of wasting in backstage interviews. Like that's not what she does. She hosts a TV style show. Like I, I thought WWE should have done it for Raw. Like put a desk in the arena like they do for the kickoff shows and throw to it at, at the end and beginning of each hour and, and have a panel and, and just – treated that way like the NFL does and she would have killed it in that role and 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 it just you know I always thought that that's what they should do is is go after her as well um but again I just don't know that they I think stuff like bringing in Renee Young or bringing in Brock Lesnar kind of exposes AEW a little bit too and they don't need to be exposed right now like as much as we love to complain about them and I love to rail on them that's not what they need right now it's not where where they are um and now it wouldn't I mean, shift. It's not like they're floundering. Like, I don't know that no. they need either of them at all. Like as much as we make fun of everybody. Them, needs like... them. No, maybe not Renee Young. Everybody needs Brock Lesnar. Like he is. Money. Oh yeah, absolutely. He is the most marketable star in professional wrestling. He love him or hate him the way WWE use him. They use him very well by keeping him limited. Just like Hogan was used. Just like Dusty Rhodes was is used. He... Is going WA. Like, is he an empty arena moneymaker? Oh, I mean, I guess we are. Well, I guess we are a less. We are a less empty arena. Sorry, my phone just kicked on and thought it was Siri. <laughs> Siri had I said, "Hey, Siri." Um, so, well, I, I mean, be. right, Pat? Weren't you there at Money in the Bank when he won the? Oh yeah, the, 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 the fucking roof place? blew off the top of the very tiny Hartford yeah. arena that I that I was at. Like, like, in, I, yeah. In some I, ways, yeah, I, just I, I remember when the music hit. Even I was like, yeah. ooh. Oh, look what they're yeah. doing. I mean, even I the Royal Rumble. To my buddy, like, but... <laughs> when we were at the 2019 Royal Rumble match, like Brock Lesnar and Finn Balor wrestled the match right before the main event, the men's Royal Rumble. And it was a nine-minute match, but pretty much 48,000 people stood the whole time Lesnar was wrestling. Right. He's and a spectacle. He's a spectacle. Um, I think he can work in an empty arena setting depending on what you do with him. And I think you got to get mm-hmm. creative with him in an empty arena setting. You almost got to... I don't want to say raw underground him, but maybe you bring in an MMA fighter uh, and let him fight in AEW. Like maybe, maybe, but maybe you actually let him fight. Maybe you sanction it and you get somebody to come in and sanction it and do is, something. Is Pat that. McAfee available again? I don't think back? he's that dumb. Oh wait, shit, that's the other company. <laughs> yeah, we could talk for hours about how great Pat McAfee was. Um, that's the 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 saddest part of not having a show last week was was not being able to talk about how great Pat McAfee was, and now it's old news. But um, I do think that's a possibility to, to bring him in and, and do whatever with him, but I don't think they will. I think the two places he could end up are UFC and WWE. And I honestly think ultimately he ends up back in WWE at some point. <laughs> Impromptu Patrick O'Dowd percentage chance mm. Brock Lesnar performs at WrestleMania 37. WrestleMania 37. Um, that's kind of fast. It's already September. Um, we'll go thirty, or I'm gonna I'm gonna hedge it at thirty six. We're gonna basically go a third. Miranda, uh, go I'm gonna go fifty seven. Yeah, I was thinking fifty one. I'm still sick. Fifty one percent chance. I wanted to keep it above fifty. Uh, I do think it's gonna happen. I, I think he ends up back there. Um, they were already in talks. Supposedly they broke him off. Yeah, I definitely think that's going to happen. Real quick transition so we can kind of talk about, well, you know, the other side of this, which is extremely important as well. Here comes the big dog, the big dog, Roman Reigns, the big dog. And we kick off Monday Night Raw live tonight in Phoenix, Arizona. 
the big dog. Quick thoughts on this one, just for because of the time frame that we're in right now. We'll, we'll let Miranda go first. Roman Reigns returns. Of course, you saw my reaction to that because we were texting and and as yes with a lot of capital letters and S's. Um, at SummerSlam, a week later at Payback, he becomes Universal Champion, and he is now a Paul Heyman guy. Thoughts on the return of Roman Reigns? Basically, Lesnar out, Reigns in. I I love the shakeup. I love that we're seeing something new and different with Roman Reigns. That was the biggest thing that fans had had issues for for years, that he was one of the people, the only person from the Shield that never really evolved into somebody else. And there was lots of, you know, issues as far or even reasons why he maybe didn't need to do that. But, you know, to the point where WWE had pushed him and pushed him for years and fans were just not grabbing on like it just wasn't happening. The fact that one he was gone. So what happens? People start to miss you. You know, I can't miss if you don't leave. So that was already happening. He was already generating more positive buzz not being there than he ever did being there for multiple reasons. Uh, but even just the way he handled, you know, his health and took care of, of himself first. Uh, and probably one of the few people within WWE he could really do that. Um and do that freely. But I do think this alliance with Paul is really good. I mean, one of the biggest criticisms with, with Roman Reigns is he wasn't that great of a talker. Um, and everyone will bring up the suffering secretash and all that. But, you know, to have, you know, someone there who is a world-renowned manager with a fairly, you know, his biggest success was was Brock Lesnar. Um, I think that it's a, it's a good alliance. It's a good image for him. And, of course, it's not forever. But I do think that this shakeup for him as a character was well needed. Um, and he's final product we're getting closer to just a newer roman reigns and that i'm just happy about that patrick one roman reigns is not a terrible talker and using suffering suck attach against him is grossly unfair to him as a performer i and did not say that on my own personal opinion i said that that has been you the called him a bad others. talker he's not i said he has talker. been noted as one i didn't say that was my opinion I said that oh that was the- that's how you're gonna hedge that okay anyway two he doesn't need paul Heyman. i and here's the thing is i get the relationship and i get people who are gonna love this and i'm fine with the change in direction with roman reigns so i'm gonna get that out of the way right now Everybody knows I don't like Paul Heyman as a manager. I've never, I, I haven't liked him for years. Greg is rolling his eyes because he's heard this a million times. And it's for me because I don't ever feel that Paul Heyman truly gets anyone over but himself. And I just don't feel that way. It's just how I've always responded to his performance. So in terms of the character and what they're looking to do with Roman Reigns right now, I get it. I see their logic. It totally makes, makes sense. Just gonna tell you right now, I'm gonna hate it. I'm just gonna hate it because it's not it's not on my playlist, as Greg would like to say. It is not what I enjoy. I've never enjoyed Advocate Paul Heyman. All that being said, this is a good move for Roman Reigns. I honestly and, and think the, at some point Roman Reigns will fire Paul Heyman. I really oh, I hope do. he spears him into next year. I think at some point, yeah, that, Roman we will know fire that's Paul how Heyman. that's going to end. Like, yeah. it's not going to be, you know, something like Paul, you're fired. No. You know, I it think is he'll spear Paul, him into next year. Spear. At some uh, point, that's how you I know. Just, know. I think I guess this is I just, just want the coolest the motherfucker in the room, Roman Reigns back. Uh, he he's still that. He he hasn't really changed that. Not much. Not if he's got a manager. Like if he's got a man. Mm. But but look how he is around the man or an advocate still. Coolest motherfucker in the room. Here's the thing. I think he's with Paul Heyman until January when the Usos come back, in in my opinion. Like, I think that's going to be a thing again and part of the build to WrestleMania. Percentage chance Roman Reigns in WrestleMania? No, I'm just kidding. It's 100%. No one, no one can even question that unless he, he gets we hurt. We just go over 100%. Right? Yeah. Can we do 100%? He's going to be at both WrestleMania 37. Right. Both of them. Night one and night two. Um, that's right. Yeah. Or maybe do a four and a five. What I'm glad that we didn't do <laughs> is, is that we didn't talk about whether or not he's a face or a heel. Cause I want to save that topic. Uh, I kept saving it and saving it. And, and next week we're going to talk about this whole face heel thing. Cause I'm sick and tired of it. And it needs to be a thing. All right, gentlemen, you have three minutes and you better make it good. We got three minutes and we're out of here. The clock is ticking and we're in the clear. We got three minutes and we're out of here. We got three minutes and we're out of here. 
I originally thought about spending the three minute warning on Pat McAfee and Adam Cole since it did, you know, happen and it was amazing, but can't do that. We are recording this on Tuesday, September 1st, like we always do. Well, it's not always September 1st, but it's always a Tuesday, unless it's last week when we don't record. But tonight was NXT Super Tuesday, a fatal four-way Iron Man match, which ended with Finn Balor and Adam Cole tied. And now we go to next week, Sudden Death, which is just a, a one-fall match. It's not really Sudden Death. It's just a one-fall match. And just a regular match. whoever wins becomes NXT champion. So brief thoughts on the cliffhanger and what we're doing next week with the NXT championship, Patrick O'Dowd. Uh, it's not going to Adam Cole. Sorry. Miranda. It's... <laughs> Three minute warning. We don't have time. My... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my boyfriend's going to beat up your boyfriend. My boyfriend won the first time, so it doesn't really matter. Um, because that's the one that really counts. I honestly think that Finn Balor is going to win too. I even, somebody asked on Twitter and I was like, you know, who will win, who should win? Finn Balor will win. Adam Cole should win. I saw some people complaining do, that Do you they, really believe that though? What? Like, do you really believe Adam Cole should win? Or are you just saying that because you're Adam Cole? I'm just saying that because of Baby. Adam Cole. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying it because of Adam Cole. Just like, like okay. Miranda would say Finn Balor no matter what. It's just... Even if exactly. he shouldn't win, there's, there's um, some blind allegiance there. That yeah, just, it's a blind allegiance, and well, that's why and I, I guess better, honestly, and I, I'm sorry to drag out the three minute warning. Are either of these guys the right guys? I think now? Finn Balor is the right guy. To be honest with yeah. you, I think that yeah. he is the one. No. He is the one character who has changed the most since wearing the NXT Championship. He's also yes. the one person who doesn't fit in NXT right now and hasn't fit since going back to NXT. And to me. I, I was worried he was going to be the one to unseat Adam Cole back when they, they wrestled the first time because it's like, what else do you do with Finn Balor? I think he's the one that you can kind of help rebuild things with in the heavyweight championship scene. And and I believe that he's uh, he is the right one to be the champion. So, so yeah, that probably means I'm saying Finn Balor should win, but I'm not. I'm saying Adam Cole should win because Adam Cole. But you're, I you're love... Your first that's right. I Finn love Balor the fact that we're doing the cliffhanger. They have told us for years that this is weekly episodic television and that's exactly what they're doing. They didn't piss off a crowd because it didn't take place in front of a crowd. So there, there's no, no issues there either. So I am 100% on board with the fact that uh, we're going to next week. We're going to sudden death. And because that week, that's a Tuesday as well. So they're giving us a reason to tune in. They gave us a reason to tune in this Tuesday. They're giving us a reason to tune in next Tuesday. It's just good business. It's just smart. And and if you want to complain about it, you know, again, if you're complaining about this, like I've said it a million times before, you don't know what you're watching. That's that's what I will what I will say there. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Greg DeMarco show. You can follow Patrick O'Dowd on the Twitter at Wrestling Realist. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. Uh, of course, I would say, you know, you know, they talked about Chadwick Boseman on Bandwagon Nerds. They talked about some other things, too. I know you listened to it, Patrick, but uh, you weren't there for I it. Did. We do have the the review of, of Black Panther coming out this week. I think it'll be different than any other nerd review that you've seen on the site because of the passing of Chadwick Boseman. So if you haven't checked out a nerd review because you're only there for the wrestling content, definitely go and check that out. Miranda Morales at the hashtag Miranda on the Instagram. In just a few seconds, tell everybody what we are talking about on this week's edition of the Hashtag Dave Show. <laughs> yes, nice. so... Uh, nice. Hey, yep, nice, yes. Uh, so we're going to be talking about uh, the journey of the tag team of Bailey and Sasha Banks, all of their ups and downs, especially some of the downs that they're experiencing right now. And we're going to be talking about the newest word added to dictionary.com. Hint, it's one that many wrestling fans know. It's one that describes many wrestling fans. Anyway, uh, at least the ones that post online. But there's a lot of great wrestling fans out there too. There's a lot of great wrestling fans that post online. So so maybe if you think if you if you question whether or not I'm talking about you, I probably am. If you know I'm not talking about you, I'm probably not. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Get that t-shirt starting Thursday. Promo code Labor Day, save 20%. Definitely a great thing there. Go to the chairshot.com for everything sports entertainment. And sports and entertainment all available for you over at thechairshot.com. 
TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And regardless of what should happen or what will happen, the correct answer is always Adam Cole. For Patrick O'Dowd and Miranda Morales, I am Greg DeMarco at ChairShot Greg, telling you to always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.